Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helferty. Hi. This is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Welcome into the morning after here on Snow the Goalie. Why is Ant leading us into this today? You know what? I, I think we should start today's episode before we get to the game last night, which the Flyers defeated the Anaheim Ducks 6-3. to Before we get to that... I'm going to throw it to Bundy for an impersonation. This is what we just experienced. This is what we just experienced off camera five minutes ago. Oh, yes. Welcome in here to the Spill My Coffee on My Keyboard podcast, the Prognosticators Coffees podcast, the People's (laughs) Podcast with coffee all over my keyboard. And let me get uh, about as fucking organized as I possibly can here. But welcome in to Stole the Goalie. We're here to get your thoughts last night as I just trickle around right now because I got coffee on my keyboard. And God, I hope I didn't burn my keyboard out because that would be a disaster. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how mad he is right now, Ant. Look at him. He is so pissed off at himself. He is so <laughs> mad. And the funny thing is, is right. So, so th- I got to give it a little bit more perspective. And this is, you know, Bundy and I are dying while this is happening because yeah. he can't hear us, and we're talking about him the entire time as he's sitting there, frantically cleaning his keyboard, wiping up his desk, and you know the floor all around him. Right. So we're just we're go. He's going absolutely. He's pissed off, and we're just cracking up watching him do it. And then the thing of it is, is that every time that we get ready to start the show. Russ tells us he has to set up his studio. And I'm trying to think, and, and this we're going to throw it to you, Russ. That's what true. the hell do you have to do? Like, <laughs> Bundy and I turn on a computer and we're ready to go. What do you have to do to set everything up in your home? I don't, I don't understand. That's not what I said. But as usual, context is kidding. <laughs> you have none of it because you live in a fucking weird world where you are the center of it all. Um, no, what usually happens is when I say I have to set up the studio, setting up the studio means setting up our stream and creating the thumbnail for the show and creating things in StreamYard and getting everything set up in the back end and tag things appropriately in YouTube and get things ready in the podcasting platform. Just make sure all that stuff is ready, you know. Stuff that I'm sure like you could do and, and you've been helpful no, that's with great. for the last five and a half years. <laughs> that's great. And but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, that's I, right. You don't know how to do any of it. All right. That's not what I'm talking about. Let's because we in, physically into, we physically no. watch you standing no. there moving the mic around. I was moving something on the back of my yeah, I was moving something on the back of my desk. Okay. Yeah, the coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had this like nice big mug, and it's not like it's not like a normal small size mug. Dude, what is it's that? Like a double, it's like a What's double mug. You got like a little blue bear on that thing? Oh, yeah, true blue. 
They're a, they're a nice little Australian bakery in uh, in Roarsford. Oh, so wait, so it's, it's okay. It's, a, it's okay to but, say who they are, but you can't say who the well, sports book is. Well, he asked me is. if it was a blue bear. I wanted to give context. I'm not just like sitting here with like a blue bear mug for funsies. Anyway, I have my dual I have my dual monitor set up. I have one that goes vertical, one that goes horizontal. And for whatever reason, I guess my horizontal screen isn't as high as it normally is. So I had my mug on my mug warmer, my mug plate warmer. I've been up writing since 5:30. Wait a second. And I thought, and I thought, we're good. And You've it, got it a got mug over. plate warmer. Yeah, keep my mug warm. This is we got to wait. You got to get Bunny just popped off. We got to get him back on here because we got to discuss What's, the fact what, that you have a mug, a mug plate warm, a mug warmer. Warmer. How a long does warmer. it take you to drink a cup of coffee? I'm a parent of four kids. It takes a long time. <laughs> you know, like it takes it takes a while to. to and also, again, it's a double mug. I don't want to have to go back upstairs to like. Make myself a second cup. So I like to have a nice big mug. I have my mug warmer. My coffee doesn't get cold, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah. This, this Ryder is, Van Dyke. Thank you, Ryder Van Dyke. Says I, Anthony's a fucking idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. It says mug warmers are actually the best. Okay. Pretty much the same you, thing. It's a, such a millennial thing. And, and DeGrazio is 100, 100% right. 100% right. Well, right? I'm, making, I'm making millennials look bad. Because it's what it is. It's not. It's such a millennial thing to do. Wait, here comes Bundy. Got to bring him back in. Got to bring him back in as soon as he's having some international. There he is, Bundy. So wait, you know what you just missed? You know what you just missed? Russ apparently has a mug warmer mug that warmer. he has plugged in, I guess, right mm-hmm. there at his desk to right. put his coffee mug on. I can show you. Do you want to see it? It's next that's to my Bradlidge bobblehead and my super like millennial Gen Z. <laughs> We were just saying. Well, it's I mean, such a millennial I, thing. I How long does guys, it take it, to it, drink a cup of has, coffee? It has more to do with the fact that I think I had this from when I was a teacher. And as a teacher, you you pretty much take the entire day to try to get through your coffee because you don't really take any breaks. So I like the mug warmer. I, I, mug warmer's great. Does it keep great. your little hands warm too? Nah, my hands get cold, Bundy. They do. <laughs> they do. So sometimes I, I go like superstar. Yeah, you go here. Superstar. Superstar. You know? All right. All right. Well, the day the day only promises to get better for you, Russell. You know, we know we need a, maybe we need it a, doesn't. We need I, a mug warmer in the snow. The goalie the bad, store. I hope we I need, took all the bad luck. Snow. My the son's got a soccer. Yes, my son has it. a soccer tournament today, so I'm hoping that all the bad luck that I just had gets any bad luck out of the way for his team. So we'll see. Barry, I'm assuming you're more our generation. Oh, I have yeah. like no, I have I have like thermal <laughs> I have like a thermal mug and and all that stuff. But like, why do that when I could just use my use the mug that I like and have it down here? Well, you, you could know? probably call Yeti and have that little blue bear put on one of their mugs. <laughs> Maybe I like this, Jay Grabby, Snow the Gully mug warmer. Shut up and take my money. All right, there we'll, you go. We'll work, on <laughs> we'll work on we'll work on that. Um, all right, all right. There was this a hockey a game last night. I, I like yeah. this. <laughs> the mug warmer to the stadium series. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So now we can get into. It. I I also just tested my keyboard. It looks like it's working. So I'm happy. I like legitimately like this thing was was full almost to the top, and it went directly on the keyboard. And I think you guys saw when I lifted it up, it just like drained. Did you oh, we see? Saw, it we saw. We saw. We saw every little bit of this. Like we watched it, like, the entire drained routine. out. My mouse like had it falling out. Like it was just not good. It was all over the floor. The like, funny whatever. part. 
the best part was you couldn't hear us talking. Because I like, took you my ha- headphones out because I heard yes. you acting like an asshole laughing about it. I'm like, <laughs> You're holding, I'm going to, but, like, I was, I was like, <laughs> do I just, like, kill the stream? And do I, like, just try to leave it to you to try to figure it out? In which case, there'd be no show. Like, what do I do? And I was like, You're, I'm going to be, we, I'm going to be an adult we, and I'm not going to do that. We hear you rubbing the keyboard. Like, we, we can hear the, yeah. the paper towel, like, hitting the yeah. keyboard, like. And you looked and like someone hoofed you right from the floor. I felt like I was, I was. Kicked straight into the testes, Bundy. I did. Anyway, let's get back to what people are here for today, which isn't to hear about me spilling coffee all over everything. The Flyers pulled off a road win. You guys both got a point for it. Bundy missed out by an empty net goal. I did not get a point last night. I finally chose against the Flyers because they're in a rebuild, and I've been picking with you guys for far too long. uh, Can we give an update on the standings? There we go. There's the updated standings. Are are these actually true? Yes. Okay. Yes. I would be in first with 10. Bundy has Mm 8. The Blind Squirrel has 7. And then Russ is behind the Blind Squirrel with 6 points so far. You should be nicer to intern Andrew than to call him a Blind Squirrel. (laughs) It's just just kind of hurtful. So... The I'm also not sure about up. the 10 points thing. I don't think it that's is. Right. I've gotten eight games correct, two of them the exact score. So that's 10 points. Bundy's 10 got points. seven games correct with one exact score, which is eight points. Mm-hmm. You've Bundy, gotten six points. Do you notice how at the last correct. press row he was up by two points? I guess and he remains up am. by two points. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I have it all okay. written down. Look, mm-hmm. written down mm-hmm. in, in pen, mm-hmm. game by game, with all mm-hmm. our scores. I'm proud because of somebody you. has to keep track of this shit. Yeah. We should make a graphic. And can I put you on duty to make like a really engaging graphic to uh to maintain this? Yeah. Again, another thing millennials okay. need. They need visuals. I'm just saying, like well, visuals are nice. They're engageable, like they're very good to have on social media, which you know a lot about. All right. So anyway, let's just keep going here. So the Flyers won. Uh is it okay really quickly to just have a moment where we say things could always be worse? I know that we talked about this on Snow the Goalie, the episode that we did on Friday, uh, which people should go back and listen to because I think that it it's not just relevant to that one day in time. We talked about the first 13 games. We gave out our biggest three surprises or biggest three successes and the biggest three disappointments so far this season. If you're listening to this after the fact in the podcast feed, I know some apps they only download the most recent episodes. So that might have gotten bumped out of your feed, so I'd encourage people to go back and listen to that one. Um, we talked about the Oilers losing to San Jose um, and how that's that's pretty embarrassing. Like We thought it was bad when the Flyers lost, but Edmonton, given the top-end talent they have, that's, that's embarrassing. Um, I still feel that way on Saturday, and I feel a little bit better now, I guess, about the Flyers because all the players that we talked about yesterday as being potentially disappointing or regressing or plateauing. Many of them had a nice showing last night, including Owen Tippett, who scored, I would argue, the goal of the year so far for the Flyers. Um, absolute it was a highlight, goal. highlight goal. Uh, we talked about the fact that Tippett has not seemed to, to lose his confidence at all this season, despite the fact that he hasn't been finding the back of the net consistently. To make the play that he did, playing it around the defender coming out on the other side and potting that one. Um, that looks like a confident goal score, does it not? Well, I wouldn't call him confident, but I think it was a play it's a where move is my point. Like, well, it, it's, it looks what like it the is, move of a confident guy. What it is, is it was a play that I felt like he didn't overthink it. 
I think he just he just reacted right, mm-hmm. and and when you're a when you're a talented player, and you just play the game and just you're in that moment and you you have the ability to make that play, it's not like he he sized up Vetrano to make that move around him. What he basically did is it was a reaction. It was just let me just tap this puck to myself and I'm going to skate around the guy, kind of almost instinctual, right? And and so it was a really really nice play by by Tippett. And of course, he then goes in and scores the goal, which is awesome. I, I did feel like he had a real jump in his step in the third period. I, I He was invisible the first two periods of the game. As well as the Flyers had played, I was sitting there saying, you know, I'm still not seeing Owen Tippett. I'm still not catching a lot of Owen Tippett. But, man, in the third period, was he good? And he had that He had that confidence. He had that jump. And, and that was a yes, that was a pretty goal. That was a pretty goal. It, it was probably prettier than Sanheim's, although I liked Sanheim's more to be honest yeah. with you, um, because Sanheim realized, oh, they're giving me all this space. Uh, all right, I'm just going to take it and go to the net and, you know, had like a mini Bobby Orr moment there. So, um, you know, trips oh, over. Jesus. Trips had, over. Had to, well, it was. He trips over Gudis's foot. He's in the air as he's shooting the puck. I mean, it was it was a mini Bobby Orr moment, right? They so, talked about that on the TV telecast, too. Well, it's what it they was. Saw- it's, yeah. Now the pro- the problem is, you know, they reference the Bobby Orr, but I I would guarantee you that if he has another good game, the play by play guy is going to start saying he really is Bobby Orr. There so you, you got to go. be careful. You got to yeah. you know grain of salt and all that. So anyway, I thought that they were they were two pretty good goals. To be honest did, with you, did the move that I think he did uh, the move that Tippett made was that on Vitrano? That was a yeah. forward, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was on a forward. Yeah, it was on a forward too. So yeah, again, like I don't know why he just didn't hit him. Uh, it was great, great play by. I mean, it was a highlight, real beauty. It looked like a little bit like a McDavid type of goal, you know? That yeah. Uh, Sandheim as well. Uh, he had an excellent night last night. But we've yeah. said that like there's nights he's excellent and there's nights where he was really you know, good that, last night. There's a consistency, you know. You just want to find that groove. You yeah. can't have a guy get plus four every night, but. I remember a lot of coaches said over the years, if you're playing in that top slot, you know, like if you come out of the night even, you've had a good night, like yeah. that really good night. Um, so, yeah, he was – a lot of guys were good again. I, I don't – it'll be another test tonight to find out, you know, exactly yeah. you know, who they are. It, two totally different teams. I mean, Anaheim doesn't check. They have no commitment to defense at all. Uh, they right. didn't even hear in Philly. Uh, they have a coach – and Anaheim was really hard too. Like he's a real, real tough guy um, in terms of getting out and getting in guys' faces, and that's probably why they've they've had a good start as well. He's a little bit like Tort- Tortorella, um, but yeah, I, I thought last night was a really good game. A lot of guys stepped up, played well, uh, but again, that's that's a team that's uh, just a poor, poor, so porous defensively. Uh, that guys did what they had to do last night, and I that's why I thought the Flyers would win last night. You did too, Anthony, and. That's why I thought they'd put up a five spot. The empty netter got me with Tippett. We'll gladly take it. But uh, yeah, I, I'd like. I'm going to be curious to see how they respond tonight against an LA team. To me, that plays a big, heavy type of game. Gets pucks in deep, willing to pay the price in the corner. So, um, but in terms of last night, a really, really solid game. Again, coming back off a bad loss to San Jose, a game you should probably think you should have won. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, we'll look forward to tonight and see how that shakes out in LA. Which again, that they're mere op- opposites of each other in terms of how they play. Yeah, and I think that that's a good point, Bundy, because I mean, there's a lot to like. I said, there's a lot to like about last night. 
but you're going to get a completely different game tonight. You're get you're going to get um, you're probably going to get Cal Peterson in night in net tonight uh, against LA again. What could um, possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, going up against his former team a second time. We saw what it was like facing LA on a back-to-back game last week, and it was three and it was three, it was three and four for the Flyers last week. Now this was this one's a, but twice the Kings are waiting for the Flyers on a back-to-back, and we saw how they manhandled the Flyers the last time. So it may not be as dominant because the Flyers aren't on a three and four, but it's still going to be tough. It's going to be a tough road to hoe for the Flyers tonight against the Kings. Nevertheless, if you could see them hang into this game even if they lose it tonight if they're if they play a better game all around then I think that you're you're happy because this is what we were talking about yesterday we talked about heavy teams this Kings team is a heavy is a heavy team and and you want to be able to to hang with the heavy teams um and if if the Flyers could do that I think that you know you look at the weekend as a successful weekend even if they lose yeah I mean if you could find a point like somehow dig in and get a point tonight or two in, in the extra frame. That would be a great, great week if you get three or four points out of the Western trip. And who'd have thought that the one game you'd have lost, if you can get this, would be against the Sharks. But right, um, yeah, you know, it's the way it goes sometimes. It'd be, it'd be interesting. A good game last night. I thought the team played well. They, you know, we were talking a little bit before. A couple things to point out last night. Power play worked. Um, and the penalty kill, um, albeit maybe the numbers don't look good on the surface, uh, those two penalty kills towards the end of the third were paramount in that game because he could have given it one more goal even for Anaheim, could have given them a lot of life. So yeah, it's a good night. Special teams, five I, on five all around. Well, I mean, they were I shorthanded. Did, I, I they were shorthanded now. six times. Yes. Six times they were shorthanded. Yeah, so you, yeah. you can't take all those penalties in a game. Like you can't no. give any team – let alone one with a decent power play. Like, and Anaheim, I know they came in ranked 17th, but their power play is better than that. Um, you can't give any team really six power play opportunities and expect to, you know, expect to win the game. And yet the Flyers did, even though they gave up two power play goals. Uh, boy, just real quick, that Leo Carlson, man. Yeah. I think that there were so many people who said you were know, questioned the Ducks taking him instead of Adam Fantilli. And I know it's only 14 games into their rookie seasons. But boy, does that look like a win! That kid is is special. He's he a heck like, of a player. He looks like a scoring version of Nicholas Backstrom. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, obviously Backstrom can score goals too, but this kid's just another level gear. I mean, he's unbelievable. Really, really talented player. Yeah, really talented player. So you know, he scored all three of the Ducks' goals. Uh, you know, and I, I'll, 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 we haven't even mentioned it yet. I think Sam Erson had a sensational game last night. I really thought he played very, very well. I mean, you take you take Carlson off the ice, and he stopped everything else that came at him. And I thought that he looked composed. I thought he, thought he competed hard. He was square. He was on the edges of his skates a little bit, you know, moving side to side laterally. He swallowed a lot of pucks too. I think he looked really good in net, which was a good sign because he hadn't had many great starts so far this season. I have bad news though, guys. What's that? Uh, it comes to some. It comes back to something that we talked about on our regular episode of Snow the Goalie, where we did a deep dive. Yeah. The Flyers, you know, they might have won the game, but they lost the expected goals battle last night, four point one six to two point eight eight. Well, that and as, goal, as we good, all know, good goaltending. As we all know, um, kind of indicative of the fact that you know they they didn't deserve to win that game, guys. 
we should we should it. we should do we should keep track of the standings of who sh- who should have won the game versus ah, who actually won the game. I'll pull this while we're doing the next thing. Gonna, you're gonna get a point eventually within three years if you were in the game and you made it interesting <laughs> and you don't lose by two or more. You get a point. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get. Thanks for hanging around, guys. Yeah. Thanks for keeping the crowd. Here's the here's the here's the here's the exciting point. You get the exciting point. Oh, boys, you put on your pads the right way today. Good job out there. Let's get you a little point there. A little pat on the back. Uh, um, question. Yeah. Is there anybody that you came out of last night's game feeling like no showed or was? was disappointing because it feels like for the most part across the board, a lot of the guys that we've been waiting for showed up in a, in a pretty big way last night. Um, Um, even I will even go as far as to say there were a few passes that Cam York made that I went, you know what? All right, Cam York, like maybe I, ah, all right. wasn't a perfect game, but there, there are certainly times where I watch him and I went, all right, like there's, there's some hope. Like, I, I, I guess I see first, it. He's a first-round pick, Russ. Like, I mean, he's supposed yeah. to be able to play well. I mean, he's in the NHL. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, did he play well? He had a good pinch on one of the goals, I believe. I'm going back. I was a casual viewer last night. When those games start late and you get tired, it's like you come back and you watch it just for the whole grand picture. But I yeah. thought he was fine. I thought, you know, Frost, I thought he was okay. Maybe a little better and okay. I mean, listen – I can't throw anything on him right now. The way he's come in and out of the lineup is not fair to anybody. And so when he comes in, I'm expecting him to play good, but I'm not expecting miracles either. You know where Morgan Frost was good? Face-offs, right? 12 out of 16. Yeah. 12 out of 16 on the face-offs. He had a, he had a really good game on draws, which is, again, is important because Noah Cates has not been good in face-offs, was not good again last oh. night, lost 9 of 11. Um Seventy-five percent, right there for that fraud. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's a lot of face-offs. Yeah, he took sixteen of them and won twelve. I mean, that's a that is a lot of face-offs. Good math. Good uh, math on Bundy, right there. That especially is especially at bordering on mongrel. Well, we were especially. only because we were talking the other day about percentages and how we, we didn't have anyone under fifty. So to yep. highlight a seventy-five percent, you know, a break in one game is a significant competitive number that shows me that he's in it. He's in it to win it last night. Yeah. So so Russ, just so you know. Um, What's up, Buttercup? They did kind of do what you asked for. Well, what a lot of us asked for with the power play, and and changed the personnel. I mean, Sean Walker was used on the power play, and and again, he so it wasn't anything special. He just went out there and got shots on goal. Like he just took shots in the point. And then what I had suggested, I wrote an entire story about was why isn't Tyson Forster the net front presence on the power play? They put him out there as the net front presence on the power play. Um, like there, there are some things there where, you know, okay, it's still going to struggle. Guess what? It's still not going. By the end of the season, this power play, I'm going to make a prediction. It's not going to be higher than 25th in the league. I mean, it's going to be bottom seven of the in the NHL, regardless of who's on the uh, on the roster. But they at least are trying to do what they need to try and do with what they have. Less is more with this team. The other thing, too, guys, I mean, when they have a good start in a game, man, I mean, it goes for a lot of teams. I'm going to say the obvious, but this team really needs to have a lead. Really, really needs to have a lead because they don't have the horses. If you get to a shutdown team, that's going to be able to allow them back in it. 
And so, um, yeah, I just saw that really quick. So that's that's where they're at. It was a good win last night, and like I said, you know, for where, what happens, it's, it's important that they stay up near the standings. So they make continue to make this interesting, and if they can find a groove somehow and they get up in the top eight, then we'll see how long they can stay there. But the more they win, the more the better that the, the, that they climb in the standings or stay with the pack, the better it is for everybody. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, Cam Atkinson makes a nice tip play on his goal, and that's the kind of thing that they need to see happen. You need guys to just go to the net, right? Get the shot through. And then you make a let it hit hit you, let it hit off your your stick, off your off your ass, whatever. Go into the net, like you. Ugly goals are going to be the way that this team is going to score, and that's okay. You don't have to be pretty to to Dude, win. Sean Walker had like a beautiful finish that would have like made any EPL team proud. Yeah, the Saturday soccer morning. the soccer goal that got, the, that got the kick, overturned. The yeah. kick, which is great because once again, like you're listening on the home telecast and you hear. Well, I don't know. Was it a kick? Was it a kicking motion? I guess we'll go to the replay here. I can't imagine that. Uh, well, maybe, maybe it just went off a skate. And it's like you get to the first highlight, and it's, oh, uh, okay, well, maybe maybe that was a kick. And then you just hear Bush go, yeah, that, that's about as clear of a kicking motion as you possibly get. I'm like, what are we doing here? But yeah, oh, scars. Um, but no, like that was that was a good moment. Um, Walker Walker continues to be the steady bet, like continues to just – provide good value to this yeah. team we didn't talk about him as being somebody who could potentially be a uh an asset closer to the deadline but if he continues to play like this if he continues to like actually contribute in meaningful ways and if torts was impressed with what he got out of him last night in the position that he was in then like i don't know maybe there's a path forward here to him actually getting you something near the deadline now and i'm not going to say that i'm going to take credit here for the changing of the power play personnel. But we do know that these people listen to the show. We do know that these people, when I say these people, I mean people in the organization, read the stuff that you write. Not saying that we are in any way, shape, or form directly responsible. However, we are definitely responsible for some of the changes you saw last night on the power play. That's right. It's all that, us. It was, just, it was the three it's of us. It's all us, right, Russ? Just, just three guys, just three they guys talking, talking puck and just making They didn't games. see the same things we saw, right? Jo- well, Jones- it, took them thir- it took them till the 14th game to make the big change, Bundy. So, you know, here we are. Jonesy, Danny, if you guys are, are watching, listening, mm-hmm. when, when Torts decides to, you know, set, ride off into the sunset, you don't need to go out and find new coaches. Nope. Just turn it over to Snow the goalie. We That's got right. it. We got That's it. Right. Bundy's the only one that really needs to be on skates. The rest of the two of us can just stand off onto the side and yell. I mean, that's fine. You don't even but, want me to go back to Hitch anymore from yesterday's time. <laughs> I had a coach that literally couldn't skate. So believe me, you guys are more than fucking qualified. Trust me. Can, can we put can we put Ant? I just want to see Ant on skates. I feel like that. Was I used best. to skate. I used to ice skate. I could. Did I you? could. Yeah. I mean, I could probably. I mean, I haven't put ice skates on. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be twelve years at least since I've had a pair of ice skates on. I mean, I don't know. Would I? Would I feel confident? skating like a hockey skating probably not but you just go like slowly around the ice i can do it i can i can go in a circle around the ice these we days, should raise probably. money for charity around the holidays and if we hit a certain threshold ant has to wear a tutu and put on some skates there you go i'm in i love it how i bet you we, we would raise significant money for people to see that we'd live stream it and then we could have bundy yelling at you as hitch Giving you pointers on your skating. That's good. You, I, and, Hitch, I, you and Hitch could do a dance and then try the Iron Lotus. 
Hey, you know what? I got to give oh, wrong one. Yeah, but that's I did play some street hockey too. Uh, but Jay, Jay Money, I I, I want to just say I appreciate this. I appreciate this because he says if Briere listened to me, we would be fucked. I appreciate fans who can sit there and recognize sometimes that yeah, I just yell a lot of things because you know I'm I'm a fan and I'm upset and whatever. And then when I I have the perspective to go back and look at it later and go. Uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was a little bit too emotional. So good, good work on you, Jay Money. Well played. Well played. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to get to from last night? We were like, hey, let's let's try to keep it short today and see how it goes. We're well, under we a half hour. Right? Well, we said hard. half hour max, and that's fine. Like feeling pretty um, good about it. Look at us. You mentioned- we're also going to be back here tomorrow yeah, on know, YouTube, right. Facebook, and Twitter doing the morning after for uh, tonight's game against the Kings. So we'll be back Sunday morning. We have to figure out the time. We'll put that out on social as well. Eagles don't. Eagles don't play tomorrow. No, bye. so that means bye that you're. I do have one thing. I Eagles holes filled by the Flyers. Go ahead. One go ahead. quick comment, guys. It's my uh, last night. Congratulations to my son Chris Jr. His Cherokee teammates. They won the South Jersey Group Five sectional. There you um, go. He was go, Cherokee. He was 16 years old when he did it, and today he's 17. So Veterans yeah. Day is his birthday. Happy birthday, Junior. Love you, buddy. Congrats to you and your teammates on a big win last night. Where, so what's next for them? So they go to the section. The so last night used to be what they called the state championship, and it really should have been from the true south. So now we got to play the central winner, who's Tom's River North, who are very good. Yeah, and uh, and then we will play the winner of the two North schools for the state championship. I think it's at Rutgers or Giant Stadium for those finals. So we got yeah. a little bit of work to do, and we got a very tough game next week. But it was so fun last night. It was treated like a championship. It was a sectional championship. And we yeah. had uh, we had a great time in celebrating, and um, I'm actually sore today from being out in the cold. <laughs> it's cold and wet and rainy last night, and I'm a little bit achy today. But you know what? It was so worth it. And also, we won it in double overtime. I forgot to say that. Oh wow, wow. that makes that's, it even fun. That's a double lot of fun. Out. Double yep. OT. Nice. That's good stuff. Yep. That's good you stuff. Know, you also mentioned the fact that it was your son's birthday, and it also happened to be Veterans Day. So a big thank you to all of the, yes. the vets. I think I saw a yep. couple of people in the comments say they're vets. If you're a vet, yes. by all yes. means, yes. drop that in the comments. We'll recognize you here on the screen. Happy Veterans um, Day, yep. You know, Bundy, I, 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 the only thing I have to say is, you know, you're complaining about being sore and stuff being out in the cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, well, and that's okay. It's fine. I mean, that's I, I it could be age, but um, – do Canadians get a little softer when they leave Canada and just come down into like the warmer climes down here? Just, <laughs> just curious because I mean I, I don't know I mean I didn't think it was that cold last night. Now, granted, I wasn't I, outside I, for four hours like you were. Okay, but still, it was bad. Everybody was complaining last night. Like I, I don't like the cold. Amazingly enough, I don't like the cold. I'm from Canada. I grew up in some cold ass weather. Some days I hate any form of cold. I had the gloves on last night. My daughters actually came back from Loyola last night to see the championship game. They had blankets on them and everything. And I'm like, you know, someone brought me Flyers gloves. But, yeah, I don't like the cold, Anthony. I really don't. And so every, people say, like, dude, you played hockey. It wasn't yeah. cold in NHL buildings. It was perfectly comfortable with equipment on. You're sweating. Right. Yeah. yeah. We got to do this because we was asked. Since uh, Philip Albert asked, I'm sure him and his wife or his wife, Shannon, are watching. Happy seventh anniversary. There you go. Happy seventh anniversary. Good for you guys. Good milestones. Good milestones. Seven years. 
it's like I'm, I'm almost been that long with Russ, and I would I'm ready to murder him. So I mean, I you know, congrats to Philip and, and Shana because they they love each other still after know, seven years. I know where Russ is going right now. He's going to Best Buy to get a new keyboard. <laughs> nah, I think we're okay. I think we're all right. It's very sad. I, I'm going. I, we, I'm going to go buy a mug warmer. <laughs> you know, you laugh, but like. I've never had it sat there and said, "Oh man, I wish my coffee was still warm." Like either I finish I like it, to enjoy. I like to savor my coffee. I don't drink swill. I'm assuming that you either, drink like K cup swill, Anthony. No, either I finish I it. Get, I get my I get my Folgers uh, pre ground coffee and I put it in there and I I dump in you know <laughs> two liters of uh, like. Uh, Put in you, 60, 60 grams of sugar. You forget. You, for, you forget that. Half, you forget uh, Andrew. You forget I Andrew's forgot. a barista. You don't do sugar. I gotta get my stevia. My stevia. It's better for me. It's better for me. I can't even make fun of you. You keep losing weight. You're looking good. Like I can't. <laughs> I want to be able to like mock the fact that like you're hurting yourself with like bad diet, like with your dietary choices, like not enjoying the food anymore. But like you're you're like half the size you were when we first met. And yeah. now, like, what am I supposed to do? Congratulations. You're looking good. The diet's working. Your fiance's had a very good impact on yeah, your life. Yeah, Maria, Maria's you been the, the good, in, the, the, uh, the good influence. Got the cool ready for tonight, eh? For the yeah. big <laughs> cool. I can, and that's the thing. I can eat that stuff, right? Like it, it's, it's meat is fine. It's totally good. It's much as that stuff as I want. It's great. But at, I love that Michael checking in from work at San Diego. I'm just wondering right. what the hell you're doing at 7.52 in the morning. In San Diego, on a Saturday. That's witching that, hours. That Those are <laughs> mongrel hours, right? There. Mongrel hours in San Diego <laughs> to be working. But thanks for checking in, man. That's good stuff. Good stuff. That's this good is stuff. good. This is a good question by Joe Papel. Favorite coffee beans. And let me ask you a question. I, I I don't mean to mock you, but I do. Go ahead. Are you? Do you have a coffee grinder at home? Like, do you grind whole beans, or do you get pre-ground coffee? No, so I'm not going to judge you. No, not. I, and look, I'm not that. I'm not that much of a uh, coffee guy, to be honest with you. I mean, I have it here and there when I have it. So maybe that's why I'm making fun of you for having the, the coffee mug warmer a little, a little bit more. Um, but Andrew, Andrew is a barista. So oh, okay. if we need him to bring home freshly ground coffee, it comes right from the store. Mm. So. Mm. Okay. We're a whole bean family here. You're a whole bean we, family? Yeah, we Should I, we, should I ask Maria what she here. prefers? Go ahead. Is she right there? She's behind me. Go ahead. You can ask her. Maria, do you prefer whole bean coffee? You have to have a grinder, though, because if you don't have a grinder, you can't have whole bean huh? coffee. What do you, what's, the, what's your preference? Already grinded or sorry. She, she wants it already ground. She wants it already ground. She doesn't like to grind it at home. I might have to take back some of the nice things I've said about Maria. She Russell's makes a fantastic, but she does make a great chicken cutlet. <laughs> a fantastic chicken cutlet, let me tell you. All right. He's, he's making fun of you. I'm not. What's she called me bougie? He's a bougie. Yeah, she called you bougie. Let us know in the comments section below. Do you like to buy your coffee pre-ground, or do you get the whole bean and grind it yourself? We're a, we're a whole bean family here. Um... Our, we had friends get us some from uh, Ocean City Coffee Company. They're fantastic. Another, get the another, start. Yeah, another sponsor. Yeah, I, listen, it's time. I think we're. I think we're there. <laughs> yeah. Donald is also wrong. Grinding your own beans at home is vastly overrated. That is not true because, as everyone knows, the essence of the coffee bean 
is ruined the longer it's exposed to oxygen. So if you buy pre-ground, you've already sucked out the oils and the best part of the coffee. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. Will, Will says K-cups. If you're in a hurry, by all means, Will, you know, just Coff- enjoy yourself. Coffee talk. Yeah. Coffee talk. Hey, we're here at the end of the show. We thought, you know what? We got a little morning after recap. Tomorrow we got another morning after recap on the YouTube, the Facebook, and the Twixter. So we thought we'll do a little bit of the coffee here at the end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this, so. Michael. 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 Love you guys. You got me through the post-COVID years where I've watched every game out here since the bubble playoffs. Great call, Bundy, on Sanheim a standout. What a goal. Good stuff. Good stuff. And thanks to David. Shout out from Florida. Thanks for the entertainment, guys. And huge thanks for all the vets that kept and keep this country safe. Let's go, Flyers. Let's go, Gene like Hart. That. Gene Hart. It's a great day all around today, guys. We got Absolutely. a chance for another win. I got my son's birthday. We got a whole lot going. Russ, what do you got? I know you got a little soccer there with Dino and the crew today. What's going on? A little soccer. A little soccer today. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to – at the risk of having people who uh, have kids who play at the same club as my son, my son had a very good experience in the spring. The coach was, like, very positive, like, to let the kids, like, play different positions because they're young and it's intramural soccer and it's not that serious. The coach this season – Locked them into their positions for whatever reason, like not developmentally appropriate. His son played goal. The coach never let another kid play the goal. And guess what happened, guys? The coach knew for a while that today's tournament was also a day that he had already scheduled vacation for his family. So what does the team have to do? Play somebody in goal who hasn't played in goal all year. Not great, guys. It'd be like, this is like putting Morgan Frost on the power play as the net front presence, it doesn't really work. But if Torts did it the whole season, and then somehow they managed to make their way into the playoffs, and they said, all right, now somebody has to do it. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Anyway. Good good stuff. Very exciting. Well, I got a little something for Morgan Frost for tomorrow. Let's, oh, uh, let's talk about this. that tomorrow. Hold on. I forgot about this. This was yeah. a question that was asked on Twitter, and I said I would answer it here. Okay. Seth asked, and, and this can go to, to all of us, and then we'll, we'll wrap. Um, he said that, I'm going to pull up his his actual tweet here where he had the uh, the specific language about it. But it was about how people are asking about the idea of trading Konechny and Tippett. So he said on Twitter, I need your help. People want TK and Tippett traded, and I just don't get it. Assets, picks, sure. I'd move 10 guys on this team before I move them. Thoughts? Um, are we in a situation where, like, something can happen in the season where, where your opinion on this will change? Because to me, like, Konechny seems to be the embodiment of what Torts wants. And Tippett seems to be like one of the young guys who's coachable. So like I, I don't see them moving either of these guys, regardless of how well or poorly the season goes. Where do you guys I, land? I don't think that they're going to move Tippett at all. Um, and I think that Konechny, there's a possibility, but I don't think it's a major possibility. I would, I would put that more kind of down than the um, – you know, if things go if we if things go really bad and we need to, you know, continue to bring in big time assets in return, like not that he's going to bring you back five or six players, right? I mean, but like if we if we feel like it's going to be a longer rebuild at in March than they do right now, then maybe you move him. But I, I don't see it, I, especially a guy with term left on his contract. That those don't usually get moved in season; they get moved in the off season. Um, 
So, no, I don't think that Konechny is going to be traded this year at all. How about you, Bundy? Just a, uh, I'm open to anything. Like Breer said, I'm open. We're open for business. I'm open for business. Is that saying I'm shopping him? No. But if somebody makes me some stupid offer, then yeah. I'm all yeah. over. I don't care when the deal is offered. But And I know what Anthony's saying. Those deals with a lot more contract and term on them and money are a lot harder to move in year. They usually get dealt at a draft or at a summer trade. But – you know, there's, uh, you know, Tippett will be part of the young future of this team. He's a guy you're going to want to salvage, but I'm open to anything, you know, and if Konechny's one of those guys, so be a good player hasn't turned the corner, but you need to, if you, if this is a true rebuild, like they've said, then it has to be a true rebuild and you got to flip players. The one thing that's interesting about it, if you think about it, is he's making five and a half million for the next two seasons. Yeah, that's um, good. That's not, that's not a, a big price tag at all. Given how the cap's going to go up, like that could end up being, a beyond reasonable deal. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a 40 goal score, but can he certainly be like a 30 plus goal guy? I would, I would say so. Why not? Yeah. Right. And you need those guys. And at that rate, that's not a bad price. Um, all right. I think that's probably about it. Unless you guys saw a question, comment, nope. concern that you really want to touch on. But uh, tomorrow we will be back with the morning after for the Kings game. Uh, guys, we could do our predictions later. Do you have a, an early prediction that you'd like to offer here? No. Uh, How about the result? Doesn't have to be a score. Yeah, I'll give you the score later. I I, I don't think it, I just want to make sure you know there's no injuries, there's no like lineup changes on both sides before I give an official prediction. But if if everything is as is today, I'll say that uh, the Kings win a win. But I think that the Flyers keep it a little bit closer than they did when they played them last week. You know what? I'm going to ride out the momentum again here, and I'm going to st- keep revenge in mind, which is what I was thinking last night. I'm actually going to f- – I don't know the score yet. I'm going to go thinking right now. I'm thinking right now. I'm leaning towards the Flyers. And as for the Penn State-Michigan, uh, Penn State today will win that game. Michigan's – Wow. No way. You're out of your mind, Come Bundy. On. All right. James Franklin coaching a big game, and you think they're going to win? Come I don't. On. I don't see it. I don't see them beating Michigan. No. Okay. When I'm right, Jim Harbaugh is going to be sending smoke signals from Alabama. He's going to be sending something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, we had a super chat here at the end, so we'll ask. We'll answer this before we head out. Ted E asks, "Did Torts veto a draft day trade with Lawton for a first? I, I wouldn't say veto is the word, Ted. Um, but I would say that it was more of a he fought hard to keep Lawton here, and they decided uh, to not do it. They decided to not trade Scott Lawton. But I wouldn't call it a I wouldn't call it a veto. It's not like he had power over them to say you cannot trade Scott Lawton. But he certainly lobbied to keep Lawton. Can I ask one more question to that, Anthony? Yeah, it was the first round pick, was it not? It was, yes. It was a late first, but it was a first. It's still a first. Okay. Yeah. This is one thing that we'll get into here over the next couple of weeks and obviously the next few months because it's a, it's going to be a long season and we're going to have to talk about things other than, than the team losing as much as we expect them to. There, There is a growing notion now that while this upcoming draft might have a few really good defensemen, which could be big for the Flyers, yeah. that the overall quality of the draft, especially in the good. first round, just might not be what you would want it to be. So if you do look at a deal for a Konechny, we'll talk about this at some point down the line, but perhaps you look at trying to get a pick for 2025 or beyond 
more so than you would want to get one for 2024, unless it's going to be in that like top three, top four. But I don't think anybody's trading that kind of a pick, given where they'd have to be to yeah. get a Travis Kinney. So we'll see. Um, big thank you to everybody who checked in. Thank you for joining us live or after the fact on YouTube, youtube.com slash at snowthegoalie. If you're listening in the podcast feed after the fact, thank you for listening. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave a five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review. We'll read it on the show. Whether it's good or bad, if you hate this show, you can leave a five-star review and you can leave a very critical thing and we'll read it because we're just masochists. But anyway, thank you for checking in. We will be back tomorrow with an all-new morning after as the Flyers take on the L.A. Kings. Again, thank you to everybody for checking in. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow morning.